All right, peace, everybody. We're going to be getting started. This is going to be a great interview. Make sure you hit like and share. My wife will be interviewing a young lady named JC Morgan. She's going to be speaking on finance, um, financial literacy. Um, it's a great topic. Something that a lot of people, um, maybe in our community, don't have this type of information. But if you have the entrepreneurial spirit and you're not taking advantage of this type of information, you don't know how much money you're leaving on the table, especially when it comes to taxes. Like, we don't want to pay a lot of money to taxes, right? You have to render to Caesar what's his. And um, why give more than you need to? So we're being practical here. And we're speaking about business. So this is something I'm expecting everybody to be tuned in on, whether you own a business or not. Okay? Um, so everybody hit the like and share button. Um, one thing I want to say, though, before we get started, this video represents the views of the presenters and our guests based off of our personal research and life experiences. Um, we're going to be getting started now. We're just going to go ahead and kick in. So good afternoon, everybody. You're listening to Wars in America. We're bringing, um, uncovering and bringing glorious light to all issues pertinent to the Moorish American paradigm. That's what we do here. So everybody, make sure you hit that like button and make sure you share this and we will be right back. Just spending power, but we still sit at a deficit. Living amongst prejudice, even at our residence. Moors in America, flourishing, excellent. Let's buy up some neighborhoods and grow my own president. Yeah. And I come to you today with all intentions of spreading love, truth. Peace, freedom, and justice.
Peace, everybody. You can share your screen as well. All right. Yeah, if you if you ever want to share your screen to show anything, you can. Okay. All right. Peace cool. and love, everybody. If you can hear me, put a number one in the chat so I can make sure that we are heard so that we can get on with the show. Islam family, Ramadan Mubarak to all the family who are participating in Ramadan. May the mercy and love of God shower you for your good deeds and your discipline. Thank you, family, for putting a one in the comments. We are live, sis. Um, this evening, we have a treat. I am here with my beautiful sister, JC Morgan from here in Columbus, Ohio. Want to send a shout out and welcome to this sister. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here and talk about all things tax. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, we're going to start off by just uh, giving a little introduction to who you are, what you do, and why you do what you do. Um, I found you on Facebook, and I have to say that I love, I absolutely love all the information that you are sharing with the world, especially our communities, because it is definitely needed. Uh, thank you. I I really do appreciate that feedback every single time someone tells me. And it's because like, I never knew I have not found another person until very recently who talks about the tax code in the way that I do. And I came to find that this research has been going on for several years, but it's not very widely um, talked about. So that would make sense why I hadn't heard anyone else talk about it. So I really appreciate that feedback each time. Yes, yes. And we definitely appreciate you. Um, if you want to give a, a little um, background information. Yeah, so um, I started out in corporate. I had a very traditional, in what one would say, a very privileged ed educational experience. So I graduated high school and went straight to college. I went to Franklin University. And in my very last year of college, I, um, I got a job. No, it wasn't my last year. I think it was, a, I got a job about three, two or three years into college. So okay. about the middle. Um, so I was, I was fortunate. Like many of my classmates hadn't already gotten a job. I got a job at a CPA firm okay. and I knew, I didn't know anyone there. I researched the heck out of this company and I just did my due diligence. I was super excellent in the interview. And so it was, it was uncommon for a second or third year, you know, accountant student to get a job at a CPA firm. So I was really um, grateful for that, that they gave me a chance. And then also towards the end of my college, I, um, I was, I was running out of financial aid. Okay. So I had one quarter left. I was running out of financial aid. I had ran out of financial aid. So if I did not pay for this last quarter, if I did not pay for this last quarter, then I could not graduate. And I'm like, no, the, like <laughs> I can't, that I have not come this far just to come this far. Yes, I, yes. I'm a single, I was a teen mom. I had my son when I was a sophomore in high school. So just the fact that I made it through school, mm -hmm. really beating statistics, not to mention I'm a black woman. So I had all of these different obstacles and statistics. And I said, I can't not finish. So I went into my boss's office. He was a partner, actually. He was a partner of the firm. And I explained to him my situation and he completely empathized with me and gave me a check to finish the rest part, the rest of my school. Wow. And so it was at that point that I started to say, mm, something, something's not leading up to what, something that I've learned is not really connecting to what is real here. And by that, I meant that it wasn't that these um, corporate leaders were racist or it wasn't that they had um, some type of, you know, th something of me where they didn't like me. They had grown. They were they they were also um, 
indoctrinated with these ideas of what black people are. Yes. And, yes. and so they bring to the table unbiased, very, very biased, but unconscious biases. Oh, and, definitely. Um, so I'm like, they really money is green to them. Money mm. is just green to them. And and I found myself in a position that was, like I said, very privileged at that point. So um, while there at the CPA firm, I learned auditing skills. I learned relationship building skills. I learned how to talk to large executives, shareholders of the company. I'm reviewing investor worksheets. I'm reviewing tax worksheets where investors, and here's where the tax part comes in. This is also where I had my aha moment. I'm as an auditor, we review the tax credits that corporations take. So many tax credits, you have to have supporting documentation. You have to have worksheets. You have to substantiate this claim. And there's nothing wrong with taking these deductions and these credits because that's what they're there for. Right. right, As an auditor, I come in and just make sure that they are following the guidelines in order to receive this money. Right. So all you got to do is follow the rules and then you get credit deductions, you get money. And so now I'm seeing like how simple, how simple this is. And I'm getting very like kind of frustrated because I'm thinking to myself, if my community only knew these rules, if they only knew the tax system and the audit system, the way I knew it, there would be no, there like this wouldn't be life right now. Yes. Yes. And I thank you for that, sis. I, I love your story and I love the fact that you went in and you saw things and you learned things and you brought it back to share, you know, to educate. Because like I said, like we're all on the outside looking in, trying to figure out, trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. You know, he say, she say, but you actually went in and, you know, you was working in the field. Mm -hmm. So this is real life, you know, um, mm -hmm. real life work that you put in and you brought out, you know, for yeah. the community. And uh, that's what it's all about because, you know, these days and especially in these circles, it's it, when you network, it doesn't matter your background, none of it. It's all in who you know and who you can access, you know, right. and what mm -hmm. and what information you can you can pull out that benefits you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us don't run in these circles, so we're left out. You know, mm -hmm. and the ones of us who do, they go in, they learn this information and, and, and they, they hold just it. hold it. It's all for self. You know, yeah. the, I, if it's like our mind state, you know, yeah. we, we, we talk about that mind state of lack and fear, fear and scarcity. It, yeah, yes, it dictates our life and it keeps us in this box of inferiority and it keeps us, you know, just the crab in the in, in the yep. in the barrel you know it is <laughs> and that right there is really oppression because if you think about it say you found the way you found a way to be successful and and, I, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here because I'm a Libra. And so I always look at it all sides. If you go into it and then you find a way you don't want to you don't want to trouble the waters you get into this really nice neighborhood and black people feel as if, well, I can't, I can't go back there and do X, Y, and Z. And, mm -hmm. and, and that's actually not true either. Like you can. Um, and I think maybe they feel like they're going to lose their position. It's just so much to, to, um, the black person when they are in that situation, whether they decide to speak up uh, against it or they're just like, Nope, I'm just going back into my hole. I'm not going to say anything. Keep my head down. Definitely, and and that brings us what we was talk brings back what we were talking about where we said our mindset, you know, mm -hmm. and and our energy affects our finances. It affects our relationship with money, you know, and you know when we have this mind this mindset of lack and and fear versus abundance and fearless. You know, mm -hmm. we find ourselves in, in a whole different paradigm. 
Yeah, you do absolutely do find yourself in a whole different paradigm. I made a post the other day that said once I started running uh, towards abundance, not away from scarcity, then I started receiving because if you're constantly thinking, oh, I just got to hurry up and get out of this hole. I got to get out of this hole. Then you're just really going to be in a hamster wheel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Yes. Um because at the end of the day, money needs us, you know, without us and our energy and our perception of money, like it's nothing. It's worthless. You know, we are the ones that give it power. And and it's a uh, it's something that gives back to us if we just understand, you know, yeah. the, the currency and understand the flow of currency. Mm. See, we weren't taught those sciences. Yeah, you know, as a people, especially you know, generation to generation, you know, we got pushed further and further away. Yeah, and it was kind of like on purpose, strategically, definitely mm-hmm. systematic to just keep us outside so that we will be the forever workers for mm-hmm. the businesses that were created. Oh, absolutely. And it's interesting you just said currency because you can use currency in two different ways, either a flow of the ocean or currency as in the money that you exchange. So it's really right there in our faces, I feel like. (laughs) So I think um, my like I said, my purpose is just to express to people the importance of understanding that currency and understanding the tax law so you can move about it in the way that is best suited for you. For example, if you are um, thinking about where you would like to buy a home, okay, you can think to yourself, oh, I might want to buy a home in the suburbs. You would have a better investment. Your property value would be higher. But that also comes with microaggressions and mm-hmm. racist um, encounters yeah. on a yeah. daily basis. Yes. On a daily basis. Or you can find a home in um, a more diverse Black area where your property value may be lower. Your investment into that home might be lower but you feel comfortable. You're comfortable in your own skin and you're living amongst people who understand you. And both each one of those decisions have two totally different tax implications. Mm. Wow. Yes. And, you know, we don't think about these things, you know, definitely don't think about these things. My mom because it, it, it actually has us at a disadvantage, you know, because yes. um, you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And then the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the more you realize you have to know more. Yeah. And, you know, like, that's what it's all about. Like, we are learning, we're sharing the knowledge, and we are creating generational wealth because mm-hmm. we are in the age of Aquarius and we're in the information age and we are living in a, another paradigm where we can see and access abundance and, and better energy than what we came from, you know, because um, like we said in the past, our, our parents and grandparents, it was all about survival. Mm-hmm. You know, we were not able to think ahead as far as making things happen mm-hmm. because it was all about, necessities mm-hmm. you weren't thinking about these tax but we weren't thinking about building businesses because mm-hmm. you know like it was too hard mm-hmm. it was too hard and for so long we didn't even have the opportunity these tax laws were written in a time where discrimination and racism was legal <laughs> was right. legal and was acceptable so they brought to the table when they're writing these tax laws they brought to the table those ideas and until we go back to those the lens of which they've written these tax laws then we have to either we have to navigate it until like i said yeah until we can actually get in there and change it so like for example um the married filing jointly credit versus the married filing separate. I should 
this is a, I'm giving you a lot of like free tax advice, but um, <laughs> I will tell you guys um, where I get my source. It's called the whiteness of wealth. So if you've not already, um, if you, this is a new topic to most people, the whiteness of wealth and how the tax system disproportionately affects black Americans. It's by Dorothy Brown. She's a Harvard, Harvard law professor, and she's done all of the work. So that is a great book to really understand the things that I'm talking about. So I'm going to say many things that come from that book. Um, but like I was saying, once we um, really understand how to apply this married, okay, so married filing jointly versus separately. That, that credit was created in a time where the two income people in the home, the mom and the dad, many times the dad would be making significantly more than the wife. The man, the white man would be making significantly more than the white woman if the white woman even participated in the workplace. Because right. many times they did not. So the that credit was, or deduction, was created to help taxpayers where one income provided way more than the other. Okay, now look, let's look at it on the black perspective. Many times back then, the wife and the husband, number one, both had to work. Mm-hmm. You had to work. Not only did you have to work, your husband, your black husband, most likely was being paid less than his white counterpart. And the woman oh, is definitely. Also, that's that's still today. That's yes. still today. Thank you. Exactly. So the the black man and the black woman are already being paid less than the white man. So that means that their income is technically equal. Whereas the white household, the income is very sparse because the white man is the the mom is probably staying at home with her kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 That's another disadvantage because when mom and dad is out working two, two, three jobs, mm-hmm. you know, um, the children, who's raising the children, you know, exactly. TV, you know, <laughs> you know, all kinds of stuff. They're in the street. They're not sitting at home listening to tax law and understanding business. They're not doing that. Right. Yeah. Right. And then another thing, like in the European household, like, even if they're not sitting the children down, teaching them these things, the children are seeing this. This is a living example of how to be when you're an adult. Mm-hmm. And and in the Moorish households, the Asiatic households, you know, we see work, 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 work harder. You want more money? You got to work more. You got to work harder. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, like that is that's slave you, that's slave yeah. mentality because you do not get more to do that. from working more it's about working smarter and understanding you know the process mm-hmm. absolutely understanding the process yeah. so I'm, I'm i'm definitely definitely excited and thankful you know just to have you on here because these are conversations that we don't have especially as asiatic women you know, the, the men will talk about these things, you know, because they're 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 trying to get in there, mm-hmm. you know, even if they're learning from, you know, a so-called white or we call them European because that's that's what they are. And, um, you know, you'll learn from them. You'll you'll be better than them and still get paid less than them. Mm-hmm. You'll teach them. They'll be your replacement, mm-hmm. you yeah, know. <laughs> and that's and that's how we've seen our people being done for generations. Mm-hmm. And so now that we have more information and more knowledge, like I see a shift and I see our people even just asking more questions and our women are having more businesses mm-hmm. and, you know, teaching the children. And, you know, like mm-hmm. I didn't have a bank account when I was when I was 12 years old, but. Mm-hmm. All of our children have bank accounts and savings yeah. accounts. You know, yeah. we own businesses and mm-hmm. they're employee they're they're employees of our businesses. So mm-hmm. we are creating that generational wealth at a young age. Yeah, just in you our know? actions every day. Yes. And it is so important, you know, to to get in the game. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like you said yeah. earlier, you're like what they tell what they tell us to to pull ourselves up from the bootstraps. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, uh, sir, we don't have boots. Like, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Yeah, and and that, like you said, that again was really just a term that they used for us to really get in our own heads. And it's mm-hmm. just, it amazes me how many re, how much rewiring I have to do to my own brain. To understand, like, oh, that was not right. Yeah, psychological. You know, like they they pulled a number on us. Did really, (laughs) really? (laughs) We were bamboozled. Mm -hmm. You know, like first of all, they they disconnected us from everything that has to do with us. Yep. And in that disconnection, like uh, one, one of the brothers in, in the chat um, said that properly identifying yourself determines how you are treated. And, and you know, that is, that is true. Yeah. Because um, I have clients who applied for jobs and they put black mm-hmm. on their applications and mm-hmm. they were, they were not, um, accepted or even called for an interview or nothing and then they they turn in this another application and they put white and they didn't even need an interview they were hired just like that i'm not surprised that does not surprise me just like that wow well did you know did you know and there are things like this everywhere in the systems did Uh you know when they um during the um when we weren't able to vote, right? When we weren't able to vote, they would create these tests, these rudimentary tests. They would say everybody has to take the test, but in fact, they would not grade the test, the European test. They would not grade their test. Wow. So everybody did have to take the test. Wow. And it was it was a really hard test. That even they could not really do, but they just didn't grade their test. So that's crazy. That was one of the obstacles um, when it came to voting rights. Yeah. There are just things like that that are all throughout the tax code. And it just, that's why I have a job. That's why I have a career. Yes. And, you know, it's, 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 it's so important because it's like now that we know what we know and we're still learning and we're on this journey. And it's it's like it's a it's amazing. It's it's the best feeling ever because it's it like is. now I could be like we here now. Like yeah. <laughs> we have arrived to a place where, yeah. you know, we we can actually thrive. Yeah, we absolutely can actually thrive. It just, I think it's going to take us as a collective to encourage and empower each other to stay accountable um, and to stay excellent in all things that we do and to do things the right way. There are, you don't have to take any shortcuts. And that's why I tell my clients, you don't have to cheat the system. The system's already your cheat code. Right, (laughs) right. That's the cheat code right there. Yeah, you just got to learn it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can talk about your Facebook group, because it is phenomenal. Yeah. And um, if you can um, just talk about why you create that group mm-hmm. and some of the things that you talk about in that group. Wait, we have a question here. Absolutely. Um, I talk about the I created the Facebook group because I got tired of feeling like I was yelling at people who weren't listening. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when I talk, I don't talk much. Like I told you at the beginning of the call, I, I'm not really much of a talker. So when it's time for me to talk, like I want the people who want the information to be there to receive the information. Yes. Yes. So exclusivity. And then also to give offers on how to retain my services. I also give tips and tricks in there when I have new updates on the IRS, when I have you know, just anything to share tax related, business finance related. I put it in the group. Um, it just kind of 
puts everyone in a community where we're all safe to talk about this. That's so dope. And um, yeah, I, I truly appreciate that group because like I'd be sending people to that group and I'm mm. like, check this out. Like, look at this young sister out here dropping oh, gems, <laughs> you know, just things that we don't even think about, mm. you know? And mm. um, yeah, if you, if you can, um, like um, some of your latest posts, if you mm -hmm. want to kind of elaborate on, you know, just some of the information to see, yeah. um, you know, just to just to help educate some of the brothers and sisters that are listening and, you know, the importance of this information that you're bringing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I've never been asked to do that before. <laughs> Love it. Oh, um, my latest post. Um, this is actually not tax related, but it is very mindset related. Um, <clears throat> so I am involved in a certification program with the Institute for Trauma and Psychologically Safe. And it's a um, it, it's a it's a course. It's about an 18 week course where um, I learn about trauma and resilience and um, it's it's changed my entire life. It's changed wow. my entire life. It's helped me to open up new awarenesses of myself, which has helped me to be a better mom, which has also helped me be a better uh, business owner, which has helped me be a better human. And so I talk about, uh, I talk about this program often. It's called the Trauma-Informed Entrepreneur. This is this is the most um, current course that Dr. Lee has. She is phenomenal. She has spent 27 years in school. She, um, she was a nurse practitioner. She taught at the university level. Like, this is not just a Facebook somebody or another who is right, telling right. you something. She is credentialed. And that's one thing about me. I, I, I love excellence. And I, I, in a time where we lived, where things were a bunch of lies, mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. it's very important we get back to accuracy. It's important that we get back to excellence. And I think it's important to get back to balance. So mm -hmm. um, she is great. The Trauma-Informed Entrepreneur. It's a $97 course. It's four weeks. And I tell you, it will... I do have a affiliate link for this. So, I mean, kind of, I get paid for this, but also I can't find that link. So even if you went ahead and signed up for the class, I didn't even post my link. It's really the reward for me, for you being in that class tells, yes. helps me as an entrepreneur. It helps us as a collective and that helps Release, release a little bit of burden on me because obviously the more people who understand this information, the better we can become. Definitely, definitely. And I love that. And when you do find that, please send it to me and I will attach it to this um, YouTube in the descriptions, definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, let's see. I talked a little bit lately about the whiteness of wealth by Dorothy A. Brown. And um, that was a post I made just a couple of days ago, how the tax system impoverished, impoverishes black Americans and how we can fix it. So pick up that book. I don't have a link for that. So I'm just out here promoting people's stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we all need it. No, yeah. Um, what else? I like to give shout outs to my to my clients, of course, with their, you know, permission. Um, but when I see that they're doing something really great, like I am their biggest cheerleader. And like, I, I just love my clients. My clients are like my family. So I gave someone a shout out. She's selling some, she's doing great selling homes. She's doing yes. great. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's personal and, you know, like mm -hmm. it's easy to, to work and, to talk to and to actually, you know, um, be in your group and ask questions without feeling like, oh, this is a dumb question, you know, mm -hmm. because it's like, you're going to answer it. Mm -hmm. I am going to answer it. <laughs> and we're going to feel like, you know, we, we, we're going to come out with knowing more than we even, you, 
more than the question we asked mm -hmm. because I had asked you a question about um, hiring your children under mm -hmm. the businesses, you know, and the information that, you know, you brought to my attention, I wasn't even thinking about, you know, I, mm -hmm. I was like, wow. And that made me go back and start looking some more stuff up mm -hmm. that wasn't even on my radar. Mm, yeah. It's so, so much to learn. So much. I've put, I mean, and it's because I just love what I do. I took my first accounting class in high school and I was like, yep, yeah, this is what I want to do. Naively, I thought accountants were rich. So I also thought <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, Come to find out that's not always the case. But then I like I stayed the course in college. I've never changed my major. I just knew there was something there for me. Yes. Um, well, that's what's up. That is definitely what's up. Um, if you wanted to touch bases on anything else that came to your mind that we did not cover, um, you definitely can do so. Let me see. If anybody in the chat has any questions, I'm going to share your link in here for your Facebook group for the brothers and sisters that are tuning in from Facebook. Yes, nice. Um, yeah, business finance prince, business finance management for entrepreneurs is the name of the group. Um, also, I will let you know I'm very like I'm not what you would think of a accountant or a tax strategist. So um, I have a little bit about me. I have three kids. I'm a single mom. Um, so you will won't see me looking like all all like pressed and proper. Okay, so that's Stop one thing. Is you are beautiful. Every time I see you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> But I don't wear suits and stuff. And so like sometimes like let me just let people know. And um, I think that's that's so dope because you know, sometimes we get intimidated and sometimes we don't feel comfortable with the people that we're talking to. And you know, it's like when you come as you are and you just bring in the knowledge and the education, it none of that matters. You know, a lot of people like to hide behind, you know, those suits and that glam and the look mm -hmm. and they don't bring nothing to the table. It's mm -hmm. it's all fake. No substance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm, so. That's a whole nother topic about <laughs> mm, that one grinds my gears. But I know we're I appreciate your um, I appreciate you inviting me here. Likewise, sis. Um, so, like I said, if you had anything you wanted to address, um, I, I want to ask one more question. Like, what is the most important um, thing that you or, or piece of advice for entrepreneurs, you know, starting a new business? And, you know, like, what is a, a piece of advice that you would give to them as far as finances and taxes? Do it the right way the first time. Mm. Do it the right way the first time. When you get a sale, go write it down. Yes. You may get 10 sales the next day. So you can't say, well, I'm not that, I'm not that big. I don't make that much money. I don't really need to, I don't really need to do all that. Yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. because you don't know <clears throat> when the time is going to come where your sales are going to boost. So like we talked about earlier, being prepared and having the opportunity at the same time hit, that's where the magic happens. Yes. Yes. And so if you're looking for funding, if you're looking for investments, you want to get capital for your business you're going to need to have your books in order. Mm -hmm. So yes. if your books are in order when it's time for you to go get funding, then you're ahead of the game. Definitely. That's excellent. Um, that, that brought like an idea because like we used to, well, the generations before us used to, have checkbooks where they had to balance, mm -hmm. you know, and now we're using all these apps like Cash App, Venmo, mm -hmm. and we're sending and receiving money constantly. And, you know, 
we're not keeping the mm-hmm. books. We're not reconciling. We're not doing any of that. And so mm-hmm. when it comes time to doing taxes, we're, we're, we're a mess, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody mm-hmm. encourages start a business, get it going. But we don't really understand what that means behind the scenes. You know, mm-hmm. we don't think to, you know, write these down in a journal. We don't think to use, you know, some of these, um, some of these programs like QuickBooks and, you know, mm-hmm. just other things to help to keep these things organized. So it's something is keeping track of every, um, every purchase, every payment, every, mm-hmm. everything that's going out and coming in, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, we're sitting here, we have this wad of money mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have, <laughs> we don't know where it came you from. Know we don't it. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't know what bucket to put it in. And, yeah. and the fact of the matter is if you can't manage $10, you can't manage $10,000. That's so right. So if you're not doing it right this time, when you get your $100,000 loan, you're, how do you think you're going to be able to manage that? And then, right. the, and then most people don't know this, your lenders can come back and do an audit and make sure that you're using the money in which you stated you would in the contract. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if you cannot provide proof that you've got your records in order, they can take that money back. What if you already went and spent it? Right. Right. So definitely do it right. I would say before you even go and buy a website, before you go buy business cards, get QuickBooks. It's like, $30 $30 a month, figure out, and, and maybe not QuickBooks, maybe um, Google Spreadsheet, right? Take some time every single week to write in what your sales are and write in what your expenses are. At, at the, you can actually take this to someone who actually knows what they're doing and and, and they can help you. Like, you don't have to know how to do everything. That's another right. thing as entrepreneurs. Yeah. We feel like we have to learn how to do everything mm-hmm. and figure everything out. And that's where I was when I first started my business. I'm like, I got to learn how to do this. I got to learn. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I sat down I'm like, no, I don't. There's mm-hmm. there's professionals out here that exactly. they'll, they do this. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Mark right here. You do this. Like, <laughs> all day. I'd like sleep taxes and finances. Like, that's just what I do. I love it. I love it. And um, there's a sister in the chat. She's like, thank you for this information. Um, you know, is like I said, this information is, is definitely needed. And it all starts with a conversation and it sparks so many ideas and, you know, just gets us going. Just these conversations just get us going, you know, in the right direction and, you know, making the changes that we need to make so that we could be successful, so that we could, you know, start to thrive in in our businesses and in our finances. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. This is my passion, my promise. So um, I am very, I'm very grateful to be here to deliver this information to you. Oh, gratitude. Uh, my husband has a question here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, if this has already been covered, just um, ignore ignore this. But um, basically, okay. So if you have your your own business, right? Say say like you cut hair, and you know you have clients. Maybe you have people paying booth rent, and you know where, and you have a place. So whether you got it by yourself or a partner, you know you're getting money, and um, you know as you make your money, you spend it. Right. What's wrong with that? You know, and a lot of people may think, too, like, I don't want to I don't want people to know. I don't want to put how much money I'm really making on here. Right. Like, you know, doing taxes. So, like, what's wrong with that? Like that mindset. What's wrong with not reporting your income? Yeah. And just like, you know, as you make money from your business, you know, you're spending it. You're using it, you know, for your daily needs. Oh, okay. Okay. So instead of like paying yourself, what's wrong with that is that it should be really, there's nothing wrong with that. You just need a process in which you want to pay yourself. So if you're not on payroll, okay, if you're not, if you're, you've not put yourself on payroll, what you can do, just make sure that you're transferring the money from your business account 
to your personal. If you're going to use it for a personal expense, just transfer the money over to the different account. Right. So that there's a trail. So there's a trail. So that way you see that that money did not come. That money that you spent was not a business expense because it's not. I mean, given given it's not given, it's not. And that's another thing you want to know. What is a business expense and what is not Mm -hmm. a business expense? Yes. Okay. so say it's not a business expense. So you're transferring it over to your personal account because you want to. I don't know. You want to go buy some new shoes. Okay. On the other hand, if you needed to buy supplies, which is a business expense, you wanted to buy supplies, you would keep it in your business account and then you would just pay it out of that business account. So there's nothing wrong with using your own money. You just need to keep a trail. Mm hmm. Which makes perfect sense. And, you know, we have a lot of brothers and sisters out here with side hustles and, you know, they have money coming in. And as soon just as the money's coming in, it's going out for it's going you out. Know, I get it. Yeah. Every, everyday things. And, um, you it know, is. no one like I said, no one taught us business. So, you know, we don't understand that, you know, a lot of these things that we're spending money on can be deducted you know, can be written off if we just understood, you know, how this process actually works. It absolutely can. And And it could work to our benefit. And instead of being a liability, you know, it is, it is tax deductible. Mm -hmm. Many things are, many things are. And, and I'm telling you this from experience, like there are times I'm still working my business up to a point where I would like for it to be. And there are times where I have to, I have to do that process a couple times a day. So I get half into like being on the hustle and you need to hurry up and make this payment. You need to hurry up and make this bill, but you do have to take that extra bit of time to transfer the money from your business to your personal. So that way you're not showing that you're commingling funds, but then also to your point, you're what you're trying to pay for a personal, you might have an explanation for that to be a business. And therefore you're now reducing your income and um, you pay less taxes. Definitely, that that is dope. You know, because like that changes the whole game. Yeah. Um, um, we have another comment and question in the chat. Of oh, my beautiful mama Marisol Velez is in here. She said, "Thank you so much for the valuable information." The question is, if you elect to become an S corp. Um, you need to do payroll for yourself. Yes. If you elect yes. an S Corp, then you as the business owner would be put on payroll, which would need to be a reasonable salary. So if you can't afford to put yourself, if your reasonable salary in your industry is $90,000 a year, and you can't pay that, then it's not beneficial to be an S-Corp. So you'll want to talk to your accountant about the details to determine what would be the best. Gratitude for that answer, sis. Um, Does anybody have any questions before we close out? Or if you want to have any closing comments, I want you to um, tell your... uh, your your pages, um, your website, go ahead and drop it all on the family so that, you know, everybody yes. can go and support and, you know, join the group and, you know, just um, take advantage of your wonderful services. Sis. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on Facebook, JC Morgan. I also hold that wonderful group business finance management for entrepreneurs. So um, you can click on my on my uh, page and then you will be able to find the group. That's Facebook. And then on Instagram, I'm j.cmorgan. And um, yeah, just just few cute pictures, I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out the whole Instagram thing. Um, but I do like to periodically do stories about tax deductions, et cetera. Um, hashtag tax bay is my 
is my name. Okay, we got the tags going on. <laughs> love it, love it. Thank you so much again. Truly appreciate you. Love your spirit, love your energy. Um, so thankful for the knowledge that you are sharing and you are dropping jewels, major jewels, major keys. Um, we are going to close out. And thank you again, sis. Peace and love to the family. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I want you to like, share, subscribe to all of our pages. And um, definitely look um, forward to another interview on, you know, other finance um, categories. Nice. Thanks for having me. Peace and